Welcome back. Thank you for listening to our podcast. My name is Juros. As every week, I'm joined with my co-host, Rain. We also want to talk about a case that is uh, breaking as we speak. David Schultz's disappearance case. It's a disappearance that is happening as we speak because David Schultz, a 53-year-old man from Iowa, a truck driver, has vanished this year on November 20th. Well, you could say from the night, uh, the 20th night that leads into the 21st. Uh, Rain, sorry, <laughs> I always ask you how you're doing today, so just wanted to get your take and uh, inter- like just say hi to the audience before we uh, kind of go over uh, more details about David's disappearance. Yeah, hi everyone. I'm here just listening to you speak. Completely okay, as always, and excited for this case that we have today. Okay, so let me introduce everyone to the details of David's disappearance. On the evening of November 20th, uh, David left his family home in Wall Lake, Iowa. It's a pretty small town in Iowa. To go to work, he was scheduled to pick up a load of pigs in Eagle Grove, Iowa, and then deliver them to Sac City, Iowa. So he was going to a pig farmer. He was going to take those pigs to Sac City that has some sort of a pig market where those pigs would be sold later on. Unfortunately, he never made it. He His vehicle was found abandoned. Um, the next day and the next morning, because David was doing this route during nighttime. He mm-hmm. was scheduled to go pick up the, the pigs at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. in the evening. So this was supposed to be an overnight haul. The next morning, yep. Sorry, I just wanted to ask, like, how far away was um, Wall Lake, Iowa, or to Eagle Grove, Groove, or Grove, um, where he picked up the pigs to the destination city? Okay, so Eagle Grove to Sac City, where he was supposed to pick them up. I actually did a Google Maps thing here, and it says that it's seventy-three, sorry, seventy-three miles, and it should have taken him around an hour and 11 minutes to go uh, for this route. Yeah, I don't know why alarm bells weren't raised earlier on at the Schultz family mm-hmm. house because seems like he would, ha- would have had plenty of time to come back home, but maybe his family members were sleeping. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Maybe they were kind of expecting him to come back home sometime yeah. in the night. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, you know what I mean? Understandable. Understandable. Yeah, something else you want to ask or shall I just kind of continue on here. Let's just go for it. Okay, so as I've said, next morning, uh, his wife is informed that David never made the scheduled delivery to Sac City. And shortly after that, she reported him as a missing person. Uh, His vehicle was actually located just an hour after his wife reported him as a missing person person. Uh, So the semi-truck was actually located. It was close to the city of uh, close to Sac City, but actually at the very last turn where David would would supposed to kind of turn left Mm -hmm. to go towards Sac City, for some reason he turned right. And um, I'm showing all of this stuff on the YouTube channel, I'm pretty sure, um, because I've done like the Google Maps and stuff like that. So people who are interested in like getting the 
like a better understanding, you could just kind of take a look at the YouTube channel. Um, so his car was found kind of driving, found as if he was driving towards an opposite direction, but at the very last turn, which is bizarre because I was kind of under the assumption that this man, David mm -hmm. Schultz, was someone who knows the location. So I don't know if he, how the hell would he miss that last turn? But I guess we could speculate later on. I'll show you a map what I'm talking about in a little bit. Um, now his car was, sorry, his truck was found unlocked and the pigs were still loaded in the truck. Uh, it was identified that his cell phone, his wallet, and his cash were still in the truck. His coat, on the other hand, was located in a nearby ditch outside of the truck. So what's up with that? The Department of Criminal Investigation is now leading the investigation and search effort. New tips are needed to continue this investigation. Because I'm under the assumption that law enforcement is kind of grasping for straws or whatever the hell the saying goes you know what i mean because i don't think they really have a clear-cut theory on what could have happened to david because it really does seem like he just vanished in the middle of nowhere in mm -hmm. iowa uh, david is a 53 year old white male who is approximately 5 foot 11 and 180 pounds he has brown hair and eyes he was last known to be wearing wrangler blue jeans cowboy boots and a Peterbilt hat. So that is the general description of the case. Um, anything that jumps out to you or you wanna, you want me to clarify a certain detail or shall we just kind of jump into the timeline? Yeah, just so one thing that kind of jumps up on me is the fact that they found his truck abandoned in the middle of nowhere. Was it on the side of the road? It was actually in the middle of the road. That's a good question. But apparently it was found in the middle of the road. But this road is like a very rural, small town road. It's mm -hmm. not the type of road that you would kind of imagine in like a big city. It's like a very small, rural type of road. Yeah, but still, nobody passed him earlier in the day. Well, yeah, it was reported to be missing since early morning hours. So I feel like people already noticed it pretty mm -hmm. early on. But mm -hmm. I think it was reported as an abandoned vehicle sometime after noon. Oh, I see, I see. Uh, well, since it was abandoned in the middle of nowhere, but the pigs were still there. The animals were still there. All of his belongings were still there, except for the coat. But the important stuff, the ones that were pretty expensive, like the cell phone, let's say. And the most important one, his wallet. Maybe he had money in there, but everything's still intact. So my immediate conclusion is that it was not a robbery at all. What do you think? Yes, I agree. To me, it doesn't look like a robbery at all. It almost seems like David, for some reason... Voluntarily. Stepped out of the vehicle. Mm. Yeah, let's jump into the timeline to get a better picture. November 20th, 2023. David Schultz was scheduled to pick up a load of pigs in Eagle Grove area and transport the pigs to Sac City. He was scheduled to be there at 7 p.m. However, he was late. Apparently, he was done loading up the pigs in Eagle Grove at 10.50 p.m. So that's actually quite a bit later than he was scheduled. And this is one of the details in the timeline that I have marked myself as 
suspicious mm -hmm. but then again i was kind of going through the facebook posts from uh sarah schultz mm -hmm. his wife because she has been posting updates on facebook and everyone could go and fo follow her and then uh, follow the case on facebook i think it was a simple situation where he was home for some reason and then he was running late but once again don't have the information why he was actually late to pick up the pigs do you think he wasn't feeling that well that night that evening that's an interesting question but i haven't found any information about that mm -hmm. so we can only speculate i guess at 11 15 p.m so around 25 minutes after he had already left eagle grove investigators obtained a footage from that time 25 minutes uh, later of david schultz at marker 126 truck stop east of a city called fort dodge on highway 20 now this highway 20 is this one long highway that basically kind of connects Sac City and Eagle Grove, kind of. So for the most part, David, for this route, he would have driven along Highway 20, right? So along Highway 20, there is a, a gas station, a super fancy gas station. Like I looked at this gas station. It's like the fanciest gas station of all time in the middle of nowhere in Iowa. It's pretty bizarre. It's called Marker 126. It looks fantastic. Um, and he was seen there. Schultz is there for 16 minutes before leaving the truck stop. This is very important in my opinion because we established that Schultz is the one actually driving the truck. Because without this particular detail, we could also kind of speculate that maybe he never left East, uh, sorry, what was that other town called? Um, Eagle Grove. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe someone else was driving his truck at that point. But apparently he was actually spotted in the gas station. So we could at least verify that he was in fact driving the truck on Highway 20 towards Sac City. And then he is seen driving west towards Sac City after leaving the marker 126 gas station. Around um, 18 minutes past midnight, so let's move like maybe an hour forward into the timeline, his cell phone pings, because at this point law enforcement only has cell phone data to kind of verify his whereabouts, Cell phone pings show Schultz's phone arrive at Highway 20 and 71. The data then shows that his phone was traveling north. It means that he was also traveling north mm -hmm. to where the truck was later found. And this is a, a map that I'm showing here on the YouTube channel. This is where he took the wrong turn. Do you see this map? Yeah. See, this uh, thing that I marked in the red circle, this is Sac City. And this is where he was supposed to deliver the pigs. But for some reason, at the very last turn, he goes north mm -hmm. for a while, just straight up north for like five minutes and then seemingly abandons his truck with the pigs still inside. Don't you think it was just another case of human error? He just took the wrong turn that's pretty much it 
You know, I had the same, I had the same thought, but at the same time, this is a trucker from the area. Mm -hmm. So I really find it strange that he could miss the right turn. And I mean, at that point, he wouldn't have, I mean, I don't know, maybe, but at the same time, I was under the assumption that it's probably impossible for a truck driver who's been doing these rounds, like every other day to just miss the super obvious turn. But it was dark. It was completely dark at nighttime. And what if he was a little bit, I don't know, doozy, sleepy, and he just missed it? That's a good point. It was uh, a little bit after midnight. Mm -hmm. So I guess you could say everything is definitely possible at this point. According to cell phone data, the car was abandoned, sorry, the truck was abandoned at around 40 minutes past midnight on the 21st. That's when the, the truck stopped moving, essentially. On the same day, uh, a little bit in the afternoon, 2.23 p.m., his wife, Sarah Schultz, learned that his husband, David Schultz, did not drop off the pigs at Wickman's Hog Buying Station in Sac City, as scheduled that day, so she called Lakeview Police and reported her husband as missing. Around an hour later, shortly after 3 p.m. on the same day, a Sac County Secondary Road employee reported to the Sac County Sheriff's Office that there was a semi-tractor trailer parked on the traveled portion of the road at the intersection of D-15 and N-14. Responding, uh, sorry, responding deputies determined that it was David's truck. So this is what we have regarding the timeline. So it's a very bizarre situation. I feel like I marked down the most important things for us. So the most important things that we could kind of gauge from the timeline, at least in my opinion, the things that stood out is that he was for some reason late to pick up the pigs. Not sure if this is related to his disappearance, but he was late. So that's a pretty weird uh, situation in my opinion, especially because he, the timeline stated that he was supposed to pick up the pigs at 7 p.m. But he was, I don't know how long it takes to load the pigs into the truck, but I think it's probably like an hour. I would just rough, roughly estimate an hour. So even if it was an hour, that means he was three hours late. So that's very late. Um, another thing that jumped out to me in the timeline was the fact that we do have footage of him, as I understand of him, not just his truck, but of him at the Marker 126 uh, truck stop. So it seems like he was, and I actually did um, Google map estimations, like how much time it would take to go from e Eagle Grove towards mm -hmm. that gas station, the very fancy, fancy gas station on Highway 20 where he was spotted. It would take roughly around the same time as he took. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing strange about that. Seems like he got the pigs and and headed straight towards that location. So it wasn't like, you know, he picked up some hitchhikers. Maybe he did, I don't know, but but it didn't seem like he he was still on schedule, you know what I mean? Everything was still happening on the right timeline. Um so that's good for us mm -hmm. because we we can we can clearly estimate that David is, in fact, driving his truck, which gives us crucial information in his disappearance case. And the most bizarre thing is, yeah, that time when he just took the wrong turn and started traveling north 
for five minutes. He was driving in the northern direction. He covered around 4.2 miles and then he just stopped. He just stops there and seemingly takes his coat with him. If we think that he left on his own accord, take, leaves the truck in the middle of the road, takes his coat with him, mm -hmm. then dumps the coat in, a, coat in the ditch and then vanishes like in in kind of thin air mm -hmm. and i was able to pinpoint the location on the google maps where he left his truck and i took some screenshots from the street view so that you could kind of maybe describe what you're seeing here um it's basically just in like to me, this is just like a very small town road, like very small town road on the street view. There's not a single car in sight. You just have fields upon fields of all kinds of fields. Like what is this uh, cornfields? I don't even know, but just seems like it just fields. What what do you think about the location where the car was uh, his truck was found? OK, I'm not going to lie. Initially, I thought it would be a little more terrain kind of um, landscape there would be like a mountains or uneven uneven platforms so, but so far all I see is like flat surface so just imagine in the middle of nowhere but just fields nothing nothing ascending nothing descending just flat yeah just flat and on top of that I would like to mention that it's a it's a type of terrain where a body is most likely hard to discover because it's not like it's just grass fields. Mm -hmm. It's like fields where something is planted. You know what I mean? So if, if his body, for example, is somewhere like lay down flat, then it would be kind of laying in the cornfields or, or like in whatever kind of whatever crops that this these crops are, then his body would be laying in those crops, I think. This happened in November, so maybe crops don't even grow in November. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not uh, the best agricultural guy here, but at the same time, I would like to say that does look like it could be a hard terrain to potentially locate a body. Yeah, but if he was just on the roadside, it would have been completely easy. Unless he actually walked in the middle of the fields, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, unless he walked in the middle of nowhere, or we can also try to speculate about that um, angle that maybe he was picked up mm -hmm. or stopped or something like that. Because other uh, any other explanation just doesn't really... Um, I mean, I have one theory that I'm kind of leaning towards. Uh, I'll bring it up in a little bit. I have some more information. Um, so... A man named Jake Rowley from United Cajun Navy, which is this um, non-profit search and rescue organization, he responded and his team responded to the disappearance case. And they began searching for David kind of immediately. And you could go and follow Jake Rowley on Facebook because he is posting updates. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're still out there searching for him. Three, week, three weeks in, I think, uh, United Cajun Navy is still out there trying to um, find David. Uh, give me a second. 
Okay, pardon me, back had to clear my throat. So Jake Rowley, the leading man of the search and rescue investigation, has been posting updates about their search efforts and trying to locate David Schultz. The very first thing that I want to mention about the post is that his post from November 25th was very strange, in my opinion. So he posted on November 25th that... Basically, there has been evidence brought to their attention that the area deserves to be looked at closer. But the area that they were looking at closer is actually the Brushy Creek State Recreation Area. And I have this map. I want you to kind of take a look here. So this is the map of uh, the general, I guess, most important points for us in this case and you see this is i pointed out where the search took place on the 25th which is nowhere near where the car was found actually it's way far away from sac city and from the car's location and apparently their evidence suggested to search a park kind of closer to eagle grove still not still not quite an eagle grove's like area but like kind of way closer than where the car was found. So they were apparently looking at a park. Once again, that's Brushy Creek State Recreation Area. For some reason, they were looking far away from where the car was found, for where the truck was found. So I found that pretty strange. Now, do you understand anything in this map? Is it kind of understandable? Yeah, definitely. It's pretty far away from where the truck was found. But I was thinking... Could it possibly mean that maybe uh, there was, I don't know, an engine problem with the truck and maybe it suddenly died down and David had to walk and he somehow ended up there? Or there were evidences that um, would support that thought? Doubt it, because this is like uh, an hour's worth of driving away, so it's probably not walkable. Oh, I see. I see. Like, this is not just around the neighborhood. This is like, I would say like, like around a hundred miles away. Oh, I was, I was immediately thinking it's, it could be walked on. No, no, no. It's, yeah. It's, Walk to, I mean. Yeah, it's not necessarily that close. What's well, a good question? Because from these maps in Iowa, it's kind of hard to understand actually distances. When you look at the map, it's pretty hard to tell if this is just in the neighborhood or is this like far away yeah that's true they they look like they're all within the same neighborhood yeah so but they never really mentioned anything after that about this brushy creek state recreation area it was just mentioned for some reason by jay crowley on the 25th and they had a whole search and rescue operation there and they posted the next day that nothing was found um so over the next couple of weeks uh, the Jay Crowley and his search and rescue team, as well as volunteers, had been searching uh, through the general locations uh, where David could have potentially ended up. Um, all I'm going to say is that they spent two weeks trying to locate David. I assume they were looking for his body in those fields and they had covered a lot of land i believe at after like a couple of weeks they had already covered over a hundred 
acres of land and uh you know they were conducting all kinds of search and rescue operations they were talking to the landowners trying to um get permissions to search in private property because that is a big uh difficulty when you're trying to search in these types of circumstances there's a lot of private land and uh, the search and rescue uh, team cannot go into private territory but i think they established that they were able to search for the most part a lot of different lands so um it seems like an extensive search operation has been taken place even the uh the road where um uh the road where uh david went north remember that road where i said that david went north mm-hmm. and um he should have gone south to get to sac city mm-hmm. so that whole entire road in this map i have marked it as red um has been searched along the road so we at least know for a fact that at least seemingly david is not along the road and yeah, we have some images from the searches um, that have taken place. But yeah, it seems that he's not anywhere to be found, at least according to the search. But I want to stress the fact that this location to me looks like you could easily, potentially, like if you're going through those fields, mm-hmm. I feel like you could easily accidentally miss someone yeah that's true in the field don't you think so because like this is a massive massive like location it's almost to me almost looks like searching for a needle in a haystack i mean that's just my personal opinion right now mm-hmm. this area kind of reminds me of that um horror film the one that we've seen uh, i believe it's called in the tall grass Oh yeah, in the tall grass. I mm-hmm. remember the one. Yeah, the one, the one where um, you could easily get lost mm-hmm. in the fields. And yeah, they got lost in there. Remember? Yeah. What if? What if it's a similar case? I know it's pretty ridiculous to compare it to the horror film, to a horror film. I meant, but I was thinking maybe what if? Just what if? Just making an assumption here. What if he was tre- driving in the middle of the night and then maybe he needed to pee, to take a bathroom break, or he was lost. He needed to. Uh, gather gather his thoughts or take a breather he just went out with his coat wearing his coat and then I don't know maybe he wanted to maybe he wanted to take a walk or something he had to take off his coat maybe it was hotter initially and then he got lost yeah I'm not sure how I feel about this one because this is not like um the type of location where you would just get lost if you know what i mean because mm-hmm. there's not even trees there's no there's no like tree line there's nothing all you could see is like empty fields so i feel like unless you're purposely walking into the into the crop fields mm-hmm. you shouldn't be getting lost in my opinion um so i want to kind of circle back a little bit if we can to the to the details in investig in this investigation and hey so we have that David arrived late to pick up his to pick up the pigs. Uh, then it was established that he did drive the truck. So he goes late to pick up the pigs, but he gets out of there 
seemingly in one piece and still is driving the truck. His truck was found unlocked. It was parked in the middle of the road. Pigs were still inside. The cell phone, wallet and cash were still in the truck. So seemingly all of the valuables that he had on him were in the truck. Uh, the truck had been sitting there since early morning hours, so most likely left around that 40 minutes past midnight timeline. And his coat was located in a nearby ditch. I think, I think maybe the coat. I almost feel like the coat could be like the most telling detail in mm -hmm. this case because everything else almost seems like he was ju he just vanished. Like he just got abducted or something like that. But the coat, mm -hmm. the coat to me kind of gives more insights because I feel like I feel like the coat being in a ditch almost to me tells that he walked out of the he walked out of the truck mm -hmm. and he wanted to take the coat off. So I've seen this theory get thrown around online and some people estimate that maybe David had some sort of a mental condition. Maybe, on, maybe something happened to him on the drive. It was a late drive mm -hmm. and almost seems like he took the wrong turn I don't know what was going through his mind, potentially maybe something not quite right. And he parked it in the middle of the road, got to a ditch with his jacket and removed his jacket. Maybe he, he was feeling hot, but it's November. So maybe, it, maybe he felt hot only in his mind and he just walked into those fields. And I almost think that maybe that's what could have happened. Um, because I could see how he could be probably pretty close to the area where his car was found. But I don't want to speculate anymore because it's just I'm just completely guessing. And I don't want to, you know, guess too much here. Um, I just want to also bring up the detail that from what his wife, Sarah Schultz, uh, stated, I think on social media, at, on this one post, I think she kind of indicates that it was potentially foul play. Mm -hmm. So I'm under the assumption that the family believes that this could have been a foul play situation where maybe he was abducted. But it's just such a strange situation where you would just abduct a truck driver in the middle of nowhere so there, if that was the case, then I would almost assume that there's some sort of underlying information that we're not aware about David and his personal life. So unless David had some sort of like personal grudges with people involved, but this is, you know, pure speculation. We have no indication that that had happened from all accounts. David was just a normal family man. Yeah, I don't think we have enough information to make that assumption just yet. Yeah, I'm you know I'm just kind of yeah, going just... going over uh, everything that's on my mind about this case. Mm -hmm. um, so I do hope that David uh, will be found. 
I really feel terrible for his family members and everyone's close to him. Seems like uh, everyone, you know, is hit hard by this, especially on the holiday season. It's terrible. His family members actually stated that uh, Christmas was his favorite time of year, which is really sad, you know what I mean? And I kind of really hope that we will get some more information about his disappearance before Christmas. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we'll get some more information. And I don't have anything else to add about uh, David's case. This is everything that I was able to find on this one. Um, what are your thoughts or do you have anything else? That What, what are you thinking? Do you have like any uh, idea of what could have happened to uh, David Schultz? Honestly, I was thinking it was just a regular... Um a regular day like he made that wrong turn because not because of anything else he just made a mistake i don't know that's what i'm assuming that's what i'm going for and hopefully this was or this is just a case of him getting lost and finding his way back because i don't see any i couldn't detect any signs of foul play maybe there is but once again we don't have um enough information to assume maybe the family or maybe he had has some enemies i don't know uh and we don't know that for sure but i don't know every the, the phone the wallet the pigs are all there if it were robbery it would have been gone but it seems like it's been untouched the truck has been untouched so for me it seems like it's just a case of him what about the truck though yeah going back to the truck were there any uh, engine malfunctions detected i don't know the only information i have is that the truck was found turned off it was not running as it was found so i think the truck may have been left running when david left the truck but it just died during mm. the night oh and so i'm also assuming the keys were there yeah, I think so. I don't know for sure, though. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. This seems for me like a regular case of him maybe just wanting wanted to get out of the truck for a little bit. Maybe gather his wits. Maybe at that point, he was certain he was lost and just wanted to think a little bit on how to go back or just think. And something happened. We don't know what that is. And... Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. Um, before we end the, the the podcast, I wanted to also mention that I urge everyone to go to the GoFundMe page for David Schultz. All of the funds received will be directed to Sarah Schultz to use at her discretion to meet the needs of her family at this time. And uh, please leave any thoughts that you have on the youtube channel's comment sections lately we had been uh, receiving more comments and uh, we are always very happy when you guys leave your thoughts and uh, we read those comments i feel like we're almost like building a community here that's like um you know so something really fun and uh yeah i hope you guys enjoyed and um i guess we have to sign out so we'll talk to you guys soon for now, take care. Bye.